Eagles Entertainment. Today's podcast is presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your screenplay with supersonic Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Enjoy breakaway speeds, power your whole huddle of devices, and help keep your home team safe with online security. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity, made to do anything so you can do anything. On Thursday, September 15th, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke to the media. Did it. Oh, man, people send me all sorts of stuff. This is actually from a friend. He knew I, I, I'd take all the T-shirts and wear them, and then he sent, he sent it to me. I disagree that that play was unstoppable, though. Well, it's only not unstoppable if they pick the same play, right? So if you picked down and B, then it was all out blitz and nobody blocked anybody. Remember that in that game? Well, you could just pick the, the passing play that looked like that alignment, and if you – you knew you didn't pick the play right away. And then you can sprint, yeah, up. but you better have Lawrence Taylor to run across to be able to catch uh, Randall Cunningham on that play. Hey, I've played this game so many times. I got all, I got it. I thought it was a Nate Sudfeld shirt. <laughs> Speaking of pass pressure, um, what did you see from your guys up front uh, as far as pass pressure on Sunday, and, and do you have any level of concern about their inability to to get in there? No, I don't have any level of concern there. Um, you know, I got a lot of confidence in these guys, a lot of confidence in the coaches uh, that, that coach these guys, and a lot of confidence in Gannon um, that, that, we'll, that we'll get to the quarterback. Uh, you know, that's something that we know we need to do to affect the quarterback, to affect him and, and get him off his timing and off his, off his rhythm. Uh, and I got a lot of faith in these guys. And so, um, you know, we'll do different things. We got to always put the put players in position to make plays, and, and that's what we're working like crazy to do. Um, but as far as our guys, I, I got so much confidence in that in that defensive line group. What was the message in the meeting this morning? Um, you know, we talked we talked a lot about uh, connecting today. Um, really, we, we always go through the same process each week of, and then and then we're going to have a, a theme of the week, a message of the week, and to this week is just about connecting, which is our which just so happens to be our first core value. And again, with that, it's it's the you know you always want them to grow you know, with their relationships with each other. It's not only going to help them on the field. It helps, you know, it, it, not, pardon me, it's not only going to help them, you know, off the field, but it will help them on the field. And so, and that's what we, that's what the discussion was just, uh, you know, and that's not the best individuals that win in this sport, right? It's the best group. It's the best individuals as a team. It's the, it's the best team that wins. So that was the main message this morning. How the NFL is uh, officiating quarterbacks on the run this year? Like, what's their their points of emphasis? Um, yeah, they're always trying to protect the quarterback, and I know, and we understand that. And uh, and we're you know you know we have a quarterback like Jalen. We're obviously very appreciative of that. And so uh, you know, I thought the referees in the in the game the other day did an outstanding job. It's it's hard. They have a hard job. They got a really hard job. It's kind of a it's kind of a thankless job too. Like nobody's going up to them after the game, and be like, "You refed an awesome game, right?" Or they're not getting written about them or anything like that. But they got a really hard job, and I really respect their job and. Um, I know the crew. What's that? You could do that. It might help. <laughs> yeah, and, and we, we let them know when we think they made the right call, that's for sure. But, not, you know, they've uh, – um, I thought they did a good job. Or that crew did a good job, really good job of, of handling it the other, the other day. And, uh, you know, I know they'll try to protect the quarterbacks in this league. Uh, uh, the other day, Jonathan uh, kind of dropped it how he was involved with game playing. A lot of people took that the wrong way. Could you kind of explain – uh, that process? Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, the, 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 what Jonathan was talking about is 
when we go in, we talk about the roster all the time. We're always in communication about the roster and how his expertise is, you know, the roster management. And so what we'd have to do and what we meet with, with Howie about all the time is like, Hey, Howie, we're going to need this guy up and this guy up. Um, we're going to put this guy down this week and this guy down and how he has to make that happen. I, I can't, you know, like I can't go in there and say, I can't go and say, or make it happen that Calcaterra is down. I mean, I make Calcaterra down and Togi I up, right? This is a great uh, case in point. Howie's got to make it happen. So we have to go in there and discuss with him, you know, here's what we want to happen on the roster this week, and you you got to make it happen for us. And, and he does, right? And and so that is, that's what Jonathan's talking about. I know it gets twisted and, um, and this and that, and he might not have said it exactly the way, it, but that is exactly what Jonathan's talking about. We have Howie's. We have Howie's support, and Howie just wants to help us do our job as best we can do, and that's how he helps us there. And that, in that aspect of, hey, we need we need Covey up, make it happen. Hey, we need uh, we need um, Togiai up, make it happen. And so that's what Jonathan's talking about. Is it always a one way conversation that way, though, Nick? Is this, does Howie ever come back and say, well, maybe not? Well, we discuss everything. We discuss everything, but at the end of the day, like I have the you know I have the say of who's who's up on game day and what we and what we need. He's not sitting in there game planning with us either, and to the point where he's you know he you know he doesn't know exactly. I'll tell him, um, hey, we're going to be in thirteen personnel a lot. Like we discuss everything. It's a, that the best teams I've been on have a great relationship between the head coach and the GM. The crappiest teams I've been on had a bad relationship between the head coach and the GM. And, and so, of course, we talk through everything. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, Howie's going to say, oh, oh, you need those three tight ends up because this, the plan calls for it this week? Yeah, yeah no, no doubt. Like, that's, that's kind of how it goes down. What makes Justin Jefferson unique, and, and do you see some similarities between him and A.J. Brown? Um, what I thought, you know, I can always go back to my first initial reaction to Justin Jefferson. Um, we were out of the playoffs, uh, and it must have been what this was. We we didn't make the playoffs in 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 Indy one year, and um, I wanted to watch all the players in the national championship game that were playing that night um, between Alabama and uh, between LSU. I believe that's who played in that national championship game. Am I right there? I wanted to watch all the receivers and quarterbacks that were going to be uh, eligible. So that week. Leading up to that, because we weren't in the playoffs, I watched Burrow. I watched Devontae. I watched Justin. I watched Chase. I watched, I watched all those guys. And I remember putting on the tape and, like, and, and going, man, this Justin Jefferson guy is really, really good. Like, he's really quick. He's got great hands. He runs really good routes. And then I remember it made the game a little bit more enjoyable for me. So I put the game, and then we were watching the game. You know, I'm watching the game with it, and he catches a ball, and he puts his foot in the ground quick, and, you, and, you, and then you get the zoom up of it on the, on the TV camera, and it was like, okay, he says he's, he's what I thought. He's exactly what I thought. Like, he's, he does have all that quickness. That, that close-up view really helped me learn that. And so I've always, I've always admired his game and respected his game. Uh, and he's gonna, he poses a lot of problems. And, uh, you know, he, he, he's a great football player. And, and uh, you know, and we got some great football players too. And so, um, yeah, he's got, he's, got, he's got a great game. Can you talk about what you saw from Britton Covey? Um, what did you say? It was Clemson. Yeah, so I watched uh, Clemson guys. Thank you. I asked if if anyone was like, yeah, okay.
Britton Covey. Yeah. Uh, what made him stand out in, in week one, and what did you see that? Uh, you know, is what what kind of made him stand out throughout training camp was his quickness. You know, I, I think we talked about that before, just how how quick he is and how you know he's just be able to get from here to here so quick. And that that to me in the NFL, that's what you got. A lot of guys can run fast, but the guys that really excel are the guys that can change directions. And and he does that, and he's and he's sure-handed back there. And so uh, you know, we that, you build confidence on a guy not based off of what he's done in the games, um, but yet based off of what he's done in the game, but he hadn't had any games, right? So it's what we saw over and over and over and over and over again in practice. What do you like out of uh, Janarius Robinson, the team, um, sign him off the Vikings? Uh, yeah, uh, big man, um, you know, who we liked his tape coming out and had, saw an opportunity there. Obviously, really bummed about Derek, um, but saw an opportunity there to, to improve our roster and uh, – you know, our defense coaches liked him. I liked him. Howie liked him and, and his staff. And, and, you know, we saw our way to improve our roster. So you'll see him out there. He, you know, he's he is big. He is a big man. Uh, it was nice to see him and Josh eating uh, lunch together the other day. And so I may have uh, hummed the uh, Florida State fight song chant uh, when I walked by him. But it, it, he's a big dude. With the, influx, uh, the new five uh, faces on defense, including a safety, 12 days before the start of the season, legitimate excuse for the defensive struggles? No. No, I don't believe so, Jeff. Uh, you know, the, again, we got to put them in the best positions they can to succeed. Of course, you're always working on gelling, but you know, we treat game, we treat practices like games. We go, we're going out there, and we're and we treat walkthroughs. We always say we're full speed to the snap and walkthrough. So, you know, we we've had so many reps to get ourselves ready to do this, and and i'll never i'll never give an excuse for that and so that that uh to me was not it wasn't that wasn't what the struggle with was with lots of talent uh how much pressure is on jonathan this year and where's your confidence level that he'll be able to figure it out yeah i got a ton of confidence in jonathan that's why he's here um and as far as the the pressure hey, i mean this is the nfl and so um and this is philly right and so we know we know what the expectation is and the expectation is is to win football games and it's our job as coaches to figure out how we can win as many you know put the players in position to win as many as we possibly can and so confidence level super high pressure nothing new to us that's what the nfl and, and uh, is all about for more eagles news and exclusive interviews be sure to subscribe to all of our eagles original podcasts including eagles update eagles insider and eagle eye in the sky